Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Leading Edge Cricket Podcast. Today is the second day back-to-back of doing County Championship previews. Yesterday, you listened to the Division 1 preview. All 10 teams previewed the players, the teams, how it's going to play out and who's going to get relegated. Today, we're going to take a look at Division 2 and who's good and who's not, all the ins and outs and everything in between. Are we ready, Rich? Are we ready for the... We're recording this back-to-back, transparently. Yeah. This is back-to-back. We're not, we're not like that bad. We're not wearing the same clothes we were yesterday. This is still today, <laughs> but it's tomorrow to you. Back-to-back. Back. We've got two hours of recording going on here, so we'll, we'll kick into it. Division 2 is <laughs> pretty special to us because obviously being Knotts boys, Knotts are in there, and you've, you've got like the trifecta of Derbyshire, Leicestershire, Nottinghamshire, three counties going on as well. So a lot of Derbys, interesting division, and uh, a lot to play for. Division 2 is where the cool kids are, Rob. That's simple as that. Division 1, that's gone. We've done that. We don't care about that nonsense. This is what it's all about this year. And we're going to start with Derbyshire. It's Derbyshire. They're fine. We don't worry. We don't see them as rivals anymore. Famous last words. Not to get beat by Derbyshire this year. Anyway, Derbyshire. Mickey Arthur. I think this is a signing of the summer for any county at any position. Otis Gibson might have an argument at Yorkshire. But Mickey Arthur, he of nearly every international... Um, Set up going and every other job going. Quality, quality acquisition. He's excited about the opportunity and the talent that Derbyshire have. And he believes that the, the talent is way more than the results have shown over the last few years. And we'll see if that is the case. Uh, Billy Godleyman is in charge. Uh, Pakistan opener Shan Massoud is coming over. And this is the signing I really like. Saranga Lakmal as an overseas player, Sri Lankan uh, bowler. What great experience he's going to bring to this yeah. relatively young and inexperienced Derbyshire setup. Um, ben Aitchinson, Sam Commons, etc. That's a couple of players with a ball as well that will will impress. And the one I'm really excited about is this big, big unit, big screws, George Scrimshaw. Um, he's not played a lot of cricket at the moment, but he looks a talented player. He looks a handful, very Stephen Finn-esque. Um, so when you do finally get around to seeing him, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Godliman's going to be supported with the likes of Wayne Madsen, isn't he? Uh, and Alex Hughes and one or two others. They're not a bad side. They're going to struggle, I think, but they're, they're an, on the upside. And when you've got Mickey Arthur in charge, he will turn a very, you know, if you're an ordinary side, he's going to turn you into an okay. And if you're an okay side, he's going to turn you into a good side. So let's see what Derbyshire can bring, Rob. But some exciting overseas players and some exciting players, especially with the ball and especially in the big man, George Grimshaw. Yeah, Godelman's a, a good skipper to have, mate. I've got him in the top 50 list of uh, batsmen in the country. The average is, is 42nd, but he plays at... Mm. Derbyshire, and to give the same information I did at the start of uh, the first one, we've done a yep. ground part factor looking at all the different grounds and how easy or hard they are to bat with. And the top six or a top six batsman in the last three years, the rolling average is 30.67. So it's not 40 is elite. Anything over 30 mm. is you're above average cricketer. And they've got that with several of their players. Billy Goldman being one, averages 35 over the last few years. Wayne Madsen as well. Everyone else dips, unfortunately, below mm. average. And this is where a lot of their problems come from. They generally don't score enough runs. So bringing in someone like a Shah Massoud as your overseas player mm. who averages 30 in test match cricket. He also averages 36 in first class cricket and 57 from 100 list A games. That's pretty good stature to bring in. And he's someone who's got better over the last couple of years. He was outstanding in the PSL this year. So they've got a few gaps around the batting, but it does create opportunities for, for other people. We're quite high on Lewis Reese over the last few years on the mm. podcast. He's someone that can get it done with both bat and ball. 
And Brooke Guest might get a bit of a run out. He's 24 mm. years old. I was looking at his number going 29. I was like, he's not 29. <laughs> he's 24 years old, averages yep. mid-20s. But mid-20s is where most people in this Derbyshire team are falling. So you're essentially mm. looking for people to step up and start providing some greater quality along the way. With, yep. with the ball, Lewis Reese probably is their best bowler alongside Ben Aitchison. They both mm. are very, very good. Lewis Reese with his left arm medium, Ben Aitchison probably a bit more right arm medium fast. Both averaged 24 25 with the ball over the last three years. That's a very, very good position to be in. And there's young Sam Connors coming through as well 37 wickets mm. at 31, ever improving uh, player. So I think. They, they do a good job of actually trying to balance youth and experience in this Derbyshire outfit. And yeah. all those young players, having a Shah Massoud coming across, having mm. uh, new coaching, the highest quality coaching around is going mm. to be a good thing. And it could actually be the thing that starts to tra- traject this Derbyshire team upwards rather than being a staple of the bottom of the division. Absolutely. They'll be very, very optimistic of what they can achieve this year. Nothing else will cross Mickey Arthur's mind. Uh, Lewis Deploy as well, somebody I've, I forgot to mention, over 4,500 runs at an average of 43 in first-class cricket for him. A very, very important player. The big out and the big miss who we spoke about yesterday, who's joined Lancashire, is that of Matt Critchley. It is Lancashire he's gone to, isn't it? Not Essex. Red Counties. Essex, there you go. They're all the same, them, them first division counties. They just look the same. Matt Critchley, he got himself a 1,000 runs last year and 30-odd wickets. He is an absolute talent. That's a huge, huge loss for Derbyshire, um, but I'm sure they'll be trying to overcome that. Um, let's move it on, Rob. Durham. Durham, Durham, Durham. Durham of David Beddingham fame. Um, the, the South African, he just scored runs for fun last year, didn't he? Um, this is a team, we're going to get on to our county knots in a minute, but I think Durham is the other team that are the head and shoulders above everybody else in this Division 2, and rightly so, in my opinion. They've got Alex Lees. Alex Lees, the, the he of holding the current title of temporary, or maybe hopefully more than temporary, England opener, but we can only ever say temporary or stick an asterisk by their name. <laughs> uh, Keegan Peterson is joining him, the South African, who's starting to make his way in international cricket. They then have Beddingham coming in after him, doesn't it? A three or four for them. Quality, quality top. They should have a bit of Ben Stokes action early on in the summer. He's not played for Durham for a number for a few years now, so we'll, he'll be hopeful he can get in there. Um, they've also the likes of, let's see who we want to pick out here. I think with the ball, let's have a look. Chris Rushworth never, we, we saw it, we spoke about quite a few players, didn't we, who had hit in their late 30s who just don't, just don't seem to ease up. Rushworth was just pipped to the um, leading wickets by uh, a certain Luke Fletcher last year, wasn't he? But he was one of the most consistent bowlers in, in English cricket. Ben Rains there as well. And Bryden Carter, a young player that didn't quite make the breakthrough I thought he would do last year. But he's somebody that I think we really, really need to keep a close eye on. And he could probably, uh, I think he could jump ahead of quite a number of England bowlers in this coming summer. Um, so Durham... We know what they've got. We know what they're all about. Scott Borthwick is captain, Marcus North, director of cricket, and James Franklin as their head coach. They're a talented setup, and they will be expecting, not hoping, expecting to get promotion this year. Yeah, they will, and quite rightly so. They were a very good mm. team last year. Why wouldn't they be this year? Mm. Beddingham deserves special praise. I've got him listed in the top 10 batsmen in the country. South African may or may not go the English qualification route. And <laughs> we'll it's quite odd to know what's going to happen with mm. this because we saw it with Faf de Plessis back in the day. He was going to go England mm. uh, route and then South Africa stepped in and said, no, mate, we're yeah. giving you a contract. David yeah. Benningham, mm. insane in England, 
He's gone and played four-day cricket in South Africa and topped the runs in their franchise state competition. Dude. So he's wow. getting it done all around. He's got the fifth-best average over the last three years in county cricket. Mm. He is just insanely good, and he does it at the Riverside. The Riverside, a ground where batting is 10% harder than uh, the county average, and he's still ground out a 51 average. And you look at all the grounds that he played at over the last three years, his ballpark, ground park factor average rises to 55. That's how good he mm. is. He's 19 runs on average above the top six batsmen going around. So one of the best players going around. They may mm. miss Alex Lee. So if Alex Lee does get the nod for an extended run in this England team, they're going to miss that. He averages 39 over the last few years. Um, looking at where he's been playing, that average rises to 43. And he bats a huge amount of time, 91 balls per dismissal. We've seen that in Test Match Cricket already with him. Great ability mm. to soak up pressure, bat time. Just need to see that extended into scoring runs into Test mm. Match Cricket as well. So with with the bat, they're, they're really good. They're really good. Ned Eckersley mm. needs some uh, appreciation as well. He averages 34 mm. first-class cricket, above-average player. Everyone else kind of drops below who's played first-class cricket for them. But Ben Stokes is not playing in the IPL. Ben Stokes should be available for some first-class cricket to get rid of uh, due to his prioritisation of test yep. cricket and maybe being England test cricket captain. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays Ooh. out. With yep. the ball, Rushworth leads the way, who is year-on-year year best seamer in county cricket conditions. Ben Rain. Um, exceptional player. Bryden Cars hugely thought of in this England outfit. Big, strong, fast, can get it done. So there's no reason to look at this team, especially if you're throwing Stokes into the mixer, that mm. they can't go and get it done anywhere in the country. Maybe one of the issues that you've got when you look from it, you're kind of going, well, who's going to bowl your spin, mate? Mm-hmm. Not, not quite sure on the answer of that, but if you're bowling teams out for 200 with world-class seam bowlers at first class level then you're all good you've not got a problem yeah they're going to be a team that's going to really need a good start when they've got Stokes available when they've got Alex Lees available and if Lees starts well he's going to be in the England team absolutely and if he continues that form in the England team they're not going to see him anymore are they like for Stokes once Stokes gets into England this summer he's gone he's not playing for Durham in Red Bull cricket again more than likely we need to control his workload rather than resting England bowlers that haven't bowled over the winter We'll get on to that in a minute. Um, but it's all about the start they make. If they can ride the wave of the likes of Lees and Stokes and get off to a good start, then yeah, absolutely. Don't look back. You're going to get and promoted. Take wickets. You and take wickets on yeah. seeming conditions. Win those games yeah. that your team's built for. Yeah. You'll be all good. Absolutely. And Mark Wood in there as well, obviously, England England man. Hopefully, he's going to be fit and firing. I'm sure you've all seen the videos of him coming around after his operation while he's still under anaesthetic. Brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Honesty comes through there. <laughs> so have a look if you haven't haven't seen that already. So yeah, Durham are going to be an exceptional team this year, but let's keep keep it moving. Let's get into South Wales. Let's get to Glamorgan. Uh, David Lloyd has now took the captaincy. Um, Kieran Carlson was the star of the summer last year for them, though. He was a, he's a relatively young player. He started, I think, when he was about 21. He really, really absolutely exploded onto the scene. Had a couple of quiet summers, but last year he absolutely came of age. Um, Marcus Marnus Lavishan, he is going to be back after having an exceptional time, uh, a little 2019 for Glamorgan. In 10 games, he scored 1,114 runs at an average of 65 with five centuries. If they can get anything out of him this summer, it will be quality, absolutely quality. Um, Sam Northeast, after having a bit of a uh, tour of the county circuit last year with Knotts, Yorkshire, and wherever else it was, 
He's decided to join Glamorgan. He's an exceptional county cricketer. Uh, and as for overseas player, Michael Neeser as well, who got himself in the Australian test setup over the winter. He's going to be in there as well, hoping he's going to be fit and firing and to, to go for that one as well. Michael Hogan is still going strong. I think this is his final season and his testimonial year for Glamorgan. He's into his 40s now. He's going to be looking to, to see what he can do. They've got a pretty good team, haven't they? They've got one of those setups. When you look through the names of Billy Roots of this world, uh, the Joe Cook, Chris Cook, sorry, Lucas Carey, Ed and Byrams, a lot of pretty good players. David Lloyd, as we said about the captain. Have they got enough, enough top-tier talent to you know, project them up the the, uh, the second division and to be able to, to compete? That's my question uh, with this team. I'm not sure. I I really like them. I'm going to start yeah. with the batting. I think Good. Marnus is... Now, Ran, now Marnus is just exceptional. <laughs> He's one of the best players that's going to touch county cricket with the bat this year. Chris Cook, constantly underrated. Averages 47 in the last three seasons. Is yep. exceptional, exceptional player. He scores 50-plus in 24% of his innings. So that's every four innings. He's getting mm. that done. Sam Northeast averages 38. Remember, league average is about 30 for a top six batsman in the last three seasons. So they've got a lot of players that are good. Kieran Carlson, you touched on, averages 37. Callum Taylor averages 36. Even Billy Root and David Lloyd average 32, which is above yeah. the county championship average. And when you look at the ground part factors of where they've been scoring the runs, their averages are coming out around the same. It's not like they're cashing in playing at the Oval. They're scoring runs all around the country. So I don't think with the bat, this is a bad team at all. I actually think it's a pretty decent team. Hmm. With, sorry, with the, with the bat. With the ball, yeah. I'm a little bit apprehensive about how they're going to do. I look through this. There's not a lot of good bowling averages going around. Michael Nessa is going to be absolutely critical for them. 23 wickets mm-hmm. in 16 in the last three years playing in county cricket alone. We know he's been a part of this Australian team. He's done really well in Sheffield Shield cricket for a long time. But... A lot of it isn't that good. Tim van der Guten, 54 wickets at 35. Mm. Dan Douthwaite, 48 wickets at 38. James Harris, not quite the player he used to be, 45 wickets at 34. Mm. I I think they're going to score some runs, and you can see the talent Mm. in the batting lineup, but I'm not quite sure where all the wickets are going to be coming from. But maybe that's just it creating an opportunity for other people to come in and start making an impact on the game. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's worth just mentioning again here, I'm not, I can't remember if we did on, on the top of this one, but we're looking at the last three years of the bowling averages, aren't we? So when you're yeah. talking about the likes of Hogan and Harris, etc., what their, their averages, and that's not their career average. We know those boys have taken hundreds of wickets. You know, James Harris, 508 wickets at 28. Hogan, 636 at 24. Quality players over a career, but what are they now? And have they got enough in the arsenal, in that bowling attack, to, to protect them? It's great that James Harris has come back. He started off here went over to Middlesex for a number of years, got himself around the England sort of mentioning side, didn't he, for a yep. little while. Didn't quite do it, but it's a great pickup to have him back. He puts the ball around corners, so he could be a handful. And it's about this bonus act. Can they stay fit? How much can Nessa Nisa give you um, from, from the overseas uh, pro uh, slot as well? And how much can Lavishan give you? They'll want to compete. They'll be hopeful that they can do a little bit more uh, than I'm maybe giving them credit for. And I'm, I'm glad that you do like them. I think they're a pretty good side. The longer you look at the team, the more impressed you do get with them. But I'm not sure that they've quite got enough to uh, yeah. to really compete at the top end of the table. Um, let's get on to Leicestershire now, shall we? The Foxes. Colin Ackerman's captain this year. Uh, Paul Nixon's still the head coach. 
Hey, we all know Paul Nix. He's a, he's, a, he's a character, isn't he? He's a good bloke. Um, this is an interesting team. I'm not quite sure what to make of them. This is the sort of team where I could be tempted to put them bottom of the league, but I could probably be, I could probably say probably after the first two teams, I think the next six could finish anywhere from three to eight. I think that's just what this this uh, this second division looks like this year. Um, they've got some good young players, haven't they? They've got the likes of Harry Swindles and Lewis Hill, um, who really did did kick on and show what they can do last year. Lewis Hill, very close to 1,000 runs, and Swindles, very good middle-order player, uh, wicketkeeper as well. Callum Parkinson, Matt Parkinson's brother, he got himself 50 wickets last year. Only Simon Harmer took more than 50 wickets with 53 last year. So that's somebody we need to look at. South African bowler, Buren Hendricks, a left-arm seamer. Very talented player. He's just getting himself in the South African setup. He's somebody that should go very, very well. And Wian Mulder as well is returning as well to Leicestershire. What else do we have? Hassan Azad. We can't go past him, can we? Somebody that I think if he played for a different county, we would have been talking about him. Well, not we, because we have been talking about him. But others would have been talking about him for England selection and those stupid that we can't stop talking about opening spots for England, Hassan Azad would have been well and truly in that conversation, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would, mate. He's exceptional. He averages 38 over the last three seasons of playing cricket. I actually rank him in the 25 best batters in the country. Um, mm-hmm. His balls per dismissal is outstanding, 94.71. But take into account that Grace Road out the 18 home grounds in the country is the second easiest place to bat. Mm-hmm. An average wow. of 35.26, which is way behind Kensington Oval, which is just in and around its, <laughs> its own one. But it's interesting. It's 12% easier to bat here than county championship average. So that does need to be part of the factors. The guys that are good, Harry Swindles has done a really good job keeping wicket, an average of 33.84 mm-hmm. over the last three years for the 23-year-old. He will be looking to improve on that. If he can go and average 35 this year, that's another improvement and keep taking a step forward. Lewis Hill averages 36. Colin Ackman does Colin Ackman type things year on year. He averages 38 no matter where he's playing the game. With the ball, because this is what you really need to get nailed down, mm. is how do you take wickets? Because they always they always score. Last year, they scored a lot of runs. And yeah. they, they did pretty well for themselves with the bat, but they struggled to bowl teams out. And that's not unique because they're playing at Gross Road where batting's easier and bowling is harder. Chris Wright is a massive part of that. 101 mm. wickets, an average of 26 over the last few years. And Callum Parkinson, 63 wickets at 29, who you touched on. But then there's a huge drop-off. Everyone's averaging 30-plus mm. over the last three years. Who's going to be the guys that come in and help this team? Well, they've got looking for his name. They've got Wayne Mulder signed as an overseas player as well. Yeah. The South African bowler who averages 29 in test match cricket. Only from eight games, he's got 14 wickets. So they're mm-hmm. looking to try and make a change alongside trying to bring in the right people that's that's going to make a difference. It's, it's, it's just interesting. One guy that really could improve is mm-hmm. Will Davis, 26-year-old right mm-hmm. on uh, fast medium bowler. 41 mm-hmm. wickets at 33 over the last few years. He'll be looking to get to that point of his career where I've played enough cricket. I'm ready to kind of take that next step and I'm looking to take some more wickets. Maybe get my average under 30 for the year would be a good way to go. Mm. It's um, it's I, I like this team and I like players in this team. I just haven't quite seen it as a whole team for many years. That's why they're near yeah. the bottom. And I still yeah. think they've got gaps. But what they do have is a lot of young players who's eager to play cricket and Absolutely. get opportunities. 
100%. And there's always going to be more young players, and I'll mention one in a minute. But the likes of, like I said, the Lewis Hills, the Harris Winners of this world are improving cricketers. They're going to get better year on year. I'm absolutely certain of it. Buren Hendricks, like we say, Wayne, uh, Vian Mulder, Wayne Mulder, however you say his name, they're going to be really key with the ball, aren't they? And they're going to want to need to shoulder a lot of responsibility for this attack. One player we need to mention, Rayan Ahmed, a 17-year-old leg spin. He was in the England under-19 squad over the winter. He really, really impressed. He did all sorts, got people in all sorts of trouble uh, in the under-19 World Cup. Can Leicester be brave enough to throw him in? Probably when he's allowed off from school, because he's only 17. But can they throw him in? Are they brave enough to see if he can really, really give it a go playing first-class cricket at that very, very tender age? I would love to see it. He looks an absolute talent. Um, let's move away from Leicestershire and let's move all the way to Lords, up to HQ for Middlesex. Peter Hanscom is returning, the Australian. He's going to be captaining the setup once more. Um, he should have been there in 2019, but because of COVID, he didn't come. And then last year, sorry, 2020, and then last year, he did come back over, long-awaited captain and overseas player, and he didn't really have it all his own way. So it's going to be a really, really tough job for him, but you would hope that a player of his quality you know, ex-Australian international batsman, that he will be able to take on and shoulder a lot of that responsibility. Of a team that is quite, is getting younger and getting more and more homegrown uh, than it's probably ever been before. There's no more Dawid Milan. There's no more Paul Sterling. Steve Finn's moved on to Pastures New, as is Nick Gubbins. So there's a lot of opportunity here. The main part of the batting lineup really is Sam Robson. He's a player, he played for England. Oh my God, is there a team that we talk about without talking about a potential opener? Probably not. <laughs> Sam Robson. He scored a thousand runs last year. Yeah. There is an argument to be made that he could work his way back round. We are that far around the circle now that we're nearly back at Sam Robson for England territory. He's around there, isn't he? We've spoke about Hanscom already. Mark Stoneman's returned to the county as well. You've got John Simpson, who had a bit of a breakout last year, the wicketkeeper batsman. There are some players that offer some potential. With the ball, Tim Murta will keep going forever, it seems. Toby Rowland Jones as well. And Mini Murta, Ethan Bamba, he's the man I think we need to be keeping an eye on with the ball, the left armour for Middlesex. Blake Cullen, another nice player to watch. But one player I just want to quickly mention before I hand it back to you, Rob, an overseas bowler that's coming across, Shaheen Sharafridi. I cannot wait to see that man play English county cricket. It's a, good, it's a good chat. And I can't say his name in my head. I always go, do, 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 Shaheen Sharafridi. That that always happens. Wow. He's incredible. Uh, didn't have the best time against Australia, but bowling on a road, it's pretty hard. But he did yep. uh, have Aaron Finch in his back pocket for the one-day series, which has just completed. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> wonderful signing. You can't, you can't go far wrong. Sam Robson still gets it done, mate. I've got him listed in the top 25 players in county cricket at number 25 with the bat. Averages 36 over the last few years. But one thing that goes sneaky under the radar is Lords is the second hardest ground to play at out of everyone's natural home ground, where batsmen mm. only average 27.27. That's home teams and away teams playing there, meaning it's 13% harder to bat at than anywhere else. So mm. Robson, although he averages 36, his average um, with ground part factors thrown into it raises to 38.24, which is pretty exceptional. Mm. He's he's a good player. They need him to score runs. Mm. I don't think he'll be part of an England conversation anytime soon. England mm. were enamoured with the next young best thing. We never went back to Mark Rampakesh when he was the best <laughs> first class cricketer for fifty years. Um, John Simpson, can he do it again? Oh, oh, guy, he's only thirty three. <laughs> he averaged thirty three last year as well, and he he got some kudos. He got called into England squads over the last couple of years in in white ball formats. Mark Stoneman at the top averages thirty. Now I, I saw I. 
I'm a Kevin Peterson fan. Kevin Peterson tweeted oh. that Mark Stoneman... I know, I've got him into the podcast again. He, he, he <laughs> tweeted that Mark Stoneman should open the batting for England, and that is utterly false. He's 34 years old. He averages 30 with the bat over the last three years. Some of that was playing at much better batter-friendly conditions than this, and that average comes down to 28. He also, when you looked into who he did well and who he did well, uh, poor against during his career or the last four or five years, terrible against spin, really struggles against mm. spin. So I'm just going to put that there. Kevin, that we we disagree on Mark Stoneman. You, you mean that, Kevin Peterson has said something that's completely nonsensical, but it's got himself a little bit of a uh, little bit of you know time in the spotlight. Exactly, exactly. Um, I think one thing that needs calling out was how poor Pete Hanscom was last year with the bat. Yes, he was he was literally non-existent with the bat, flaky at best. He's now thirty years old. Mm. He averaged he averages nineteen point five six from 16 innings in county championship cricket over the last three years, mate. That is not going to set anything alight anytime quick. And from someone who's your club captain, I expect to see a lot better. The bowling unit is held together by tape a little bit, with Tim Murto being 40 and Toby Rowland-Jones, who of England fame for a short mm -hmm. cup of coffee, both mm -hmm. are very, very good, but one's 34, one's 40. Can they stay fit for the whole year? Ethan Bamby, you've touched on, very, very good. Mm. Tom Helm is someone to look forward to. 33 wickets in average of 32 in the last few years and is pretty quick. And Martin Anderson, 25 years old, 43 wickets at 27, again, is someone that could potentially get some pretty decent game time and do pretty well for himself. The, the one more name to, to throw into the mixer is Josh DeCares. I just want to ah, put it there. Hit me to it. Yeah, Mike, Michael yeah. Atherton's son? Yes, correct. Yep. He just took his his, his uh, wife's name. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so, yeah, just talking of lineage, we touched on a Birkenstein in the in the last podcast. We're touching on a Decares yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. Still think it's Benkenstein, but never mind. Yeah, it might be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, you, you beat me to it. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. Could this be the year we see the son of Atherton? Uh, make his way into the county game and start getting some headlines for himself. Um, I think he possibly could be, especially if Hanscom doesn't perform at the top of the order. I think a Mr. DeCares might want, him, want a, an opportunity there. Um, right, let's get on to it. That's four, uh, five down, isn't it? Three to go. We're on to Nottinghamshire. We're on to the home county, Rob. This is what it's all about. This is what everyone tuned in for. Not somehow we're in Division 2, even though they finished... I don't know, a point or so, was it? Off finishing? 0.5 from making the Bob Willis Trophy final. Yeah, I mean, Still they, were, they were they were in, in with a shout of winning the, the first division, winning the county championship last year. But somehow, because of the way they've all done it, they've rejigged it back as if COVID never happened. 2019 uh, standings, <laughs> it meant that Knott's got relegated that year and they are in Division 2. It is what it is. It's up to Knott's now to show everyone what a good talent they are and go and win this league or, or at least fight it out with Durham. Uh, to get promoted, which is exactly what they should be doing. This squad on paper is quality. The biggest name for me is James Pattinson, the Australian uh, international. He is just, I mean, what a signing that is. You, you've got yeah. Dane Patterson with the ball as well. You've then got the likes of Stuart Broad, if he's able to play, which we are definitely going to come on to in a minute. We've then you've got Jake Ball. You've got so much with the attack, haven't you? you? You know, they've still got Brett Hutton knocking about. Steve Mullaney turned it up. Luke Fletcher was the leading wicket taker in county cricket last year. Get him an England shirt. He's there as well. <laughs> with the ball, they have got everything they need. You've got Liam Patterson White with the ball as well as a spinner. You've got Matt Carter in reserve and even Calvin Harrison, who, who shot out from nowhere last year. 
With the bat, you have the likes of Joe Clark and Ben Duckett, two of the finest, most talent, highly talented middle-order players this country has. Joe Clark must be very close to England recognition. Not going to go into his, his past misdemeanors, etc. Yeah. That's not about what we're talking about today. But Joe Clark and Ben Duckett should be pushing for England recognition this year, maybe in different formats. But we will see at some point they will both be pulling on England jerseys. And you've obviously got Hasib Hamid, who had a very, very difficult winter, but he's come back. He's going to be firing again, isn't he? He's already scoring runs in preseason. I think Knotts will go well with the bat. I don't know where the weak links are in this team, Rob. Um, a couple of young players that I think we definitely need to talk about. Joey Everson, all-rounder, young homegrown all-rounder, but Lyndon James. Lyndon James possibly is the man that's going to get the headlines and he's going to be that that absolute, that perfect balancing point for this attack with the ball and the bat uh, for not. So a lot of talent. They really look have to be looking to win Division 2 this year. Anything less in Red Bull, I think, will be a bit of a failure. They do. My list of top batsmen countries based on stats from the last three years, and I've got four of these Knotts, t- uh, Knotts players between 27 and 40. Hamid, right. Ben Slater, Lyndon James, Joe Clark. Absolutely exceptional yeah. over that period of time. Ben Duckett averages 35, which is very, very good as well. So with mm. those five at the top, I think you're looking like a very good team. One thing that made me quite sad when I went through this was the decline of Samit Patel as a, a red mm. ball cricketer over yeah, the last period. He averages 23 with the bat over the last three years, and he averages 33 with the ball. He's a he's a declining specimen uh, on a diet of sausage yeah. rolls and putting bets nah. on the bookies. But he's, he's he's probably only white ball now, isn't he? I don't think he played last year uh, in, in red ball cricket. And the year before, they were playing him as a... Uh, it was batting him down at about eight. It was ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So time, we've time, loved Summit over the years. Yeah. Time's been had, and I hold Summit in high regard. He was my age group growing up, and I can remember playing against him. And I've told the story once that I got him out in a under-13s or under-14s game around then once, many, many moons ago. He won't remember it, but um, I think about <laughs> well, it most nights when I go to sleep. <laughs> so Knotts are, Knotts are a good teammate. Top six look great. One thing that's really strong about Knotts is there may be England call-ups, but it's not mm. like the, 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 they are the immediate cab off the rank or the immediate call-up. So that start of the season right. should be pretty consistent with what you're going to be able to put out on the pitch, um, particularly yeah. with, with the batsman. With the ball, you've touched on Luke Fletcher. 101 wickets at an average of 18 in mm. the last three years, mate. Between the age of 30 to 33, he's hitting his peak, which is brilliant. Brett Hutton's always good. Dane Patterson was very good last year as mm. well. Liam Patterson-White with the, with this spin. And Stuart Broad... Rested for first game of season, despite playing no cricket, may or may not play cricket for England this summer. It is farcical. I don't even know. Does does the ECB know what it's doing at the moment? Does anyone actually understand what cricket is or who played or who didn't play? Not only do we have the embarrassment of Broad and Anderson not touring the West Indies and not obviously playing in those three test matches when we were desperate for some quality in that bowling attack, but now Stuart Broad has been told that he has to rest in the first week of the season. Why is it always... It does seem to be not players. A lot of the time, these England players aren't allowed to go and play county cricket when other counties seem to get their players. Jimmy Anderson, we don't know what they would have done because Lancashire don't have a game until the following week. But Stuart Broad being told that he can rest for the first championship game of the season after he didn't go to West Indies, you idiots, you absolute morons, ECB, or whoever's making this decision within the England hierarchy. If it's anyone going for a job in the future hierarchy, please rip up your application now. We don't want anything to do with you. 
Not's brilliant. We get Stuart yeah. Broad at some point. No, we don't. We're not allowed him. <laughs> it's just farcical, mate. But Knott's, I'm really excited about this setup. There's some really good young good players. Knott's have, I think, have had some unfair criticism over the years when it seems like, oh, we sign all the players. Well, go around and look at a lot of other counties. A lot of other counties do it as well. We have, we've yeah. picked players up from situations where they were not getting cricket and we've turned them into Knott's players over, over a long, long period of time. Broad was the start of that in this setup, but you've also looked at the sites of Hasib Hamid and Captain Stephen Mullaney. They were going nowhere with the counters at the time. We bring them in we do, and we don't get credit for it. Duck it, yeah, you can argue Joe Clark, that's another story. But we've got a lot of young players coming through. We've mentioned Everson, we've mentioned Lyndon James, but there are yeah. so many more coming uh, through Fatia behind Singh, as well. Singh, who was part of the England yep. under-19 team. Absolutely, yeah. You've you got you, Matt Carter of this world. You, I'm just rattling through. James Hayes is another one coming through. Sam King. Matt Montgomery is an interesting one. He's come across from South Africa. Um, he's an interesting one. Tom Moores as well, the wicketkeeper batsman, who he has his detractors, but he also people that are very fond of him. He's an interesting cricketer, and he just probably needs to kick on and do a little bit more for me in Red Bull cricket. But Knox should be vying for that top spot with Durham. And for my money, without spoiling it later, I think that they should be winning this division too. Yeah. Right, from the experienced, from the the full big old squad of, of superstars, I'd say in Nottinghamshire, we now go to the kids. We're in Sussex, Rob. What a strange setup it's been in the last couple of years. We've seen the likes of Ben Brown, Chris Jordan, Phil Salt have all moved on amongst others, and it's a team full of kids, isn't it? This is you know this is proper. Can you win a championship with children? And this is what some of them are. Some of them are still at school. <laughs> Um, we don't have a captain as as yet, unless anyone's heard anything in the last few days. Um, so many players have left, haven't they? I'm just looking at this as well. Danny Briggs, Michael Burgess, Laurie Evans, Reese Topley, Luke Wells have also moved on over the last few years. No Timmel Mills in Red Bull either. But there's so many exciting young players in this setup. And I'm just, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do. I don't think people are going to be tipping them to do anything other than finish bottom this year. But I, I like we spoke about with Kent in Division 1, I think there's an excitement here. Finn Hudson-Prentice has come across from Derbyshire. Yeah. Exceptional all-round cricketer. And yeah. then the, the young player list just rattles through, doesn't it? With the bat, Alistair Orr, all-rounder Danny Ibrahim, Tom Haynes, arguably the finest young cricketer in England. And somebody who I still don't understand why he wasn't with the Lions over the winter. He scored 1,000 runs last year. He should have been in a conversation for the next England opener, let alone be in the Lions squad. That's a huge, huge over, oversight for me. Um, he is going to be someone that's going to be banging the door down as we start the summer. Steve Finn's come across as well. Great experience to go alongside others for the likes of James Cole, Henry Crocom, uh, and George Garton, who we've seen in England colours um, as well. Cheteshwar Pajara is coming over as an overseas player. He's going to uh, need to, to perform to really help this young team out. Travis Head was supposed to be coming across, but he can no longer come across because of how well it's gone for him for Australia. Um, young team, Rob, but, but how do you how do you fancy him? Uh, I fancy him quite a lot, actually. I think Ali Orr mm. has got potential to be one of the best players yeah. in the county championship season. I actually rank him in the top 15 players, English wow. eligible players in the country over mm. based on performances of the last three years. He averages mm. 39. His, his uh, ballpark, ground park factor average raises to over 40. He scores runs well. He scores 50-plus runs well. And he doesn't get out below 10 very often. He's quite mm. incredibly consistent, to be honest, mate. He's looking like a very, very good player and mm. showing great maturity from 14 innings only, sure. But for a 20-year-old, that's quite impressive. You touched on Tom Haynes. Mm. Absolutely wonderful season. Uh, last mm. season, he averages 35 over the last three seasons. 
but his ability to not get out under 10 is exceptional. He gets out 22% yeah. of the time under 10. That's way, that's 12% better than the league average. And he had 1,000 runs last year. And he should be in conversations mm. to go and do bigger and better things. Mm. He touched on Finn Hudson Prentice. He's only 26. He averages 28 with the bat in the last three years and 28 with the ball in the last three years. That's <laughs> genuine all-rounder category for me that put mm. I put him in real high regard about what he can go and yeah. achieve. And with the ball, they're good. George Garton's there, Steve Finn's there, Ollie Robinson will need... Yes, of course. ...should be there. They're a, yeah. they're a good team, mate, and they're going to be in and around the, the top tier of the division. Absolutely. I mean, you've got Danny Ibrahim and Archie Lennon both played last year at the age of 17. We asked the question whether Leicester would be big enough and bold enough to, to pick a 17-year-old in Ray and Ahmed. Sussex are doing it. They did it last year. Yeah. Get them in. Get these young players in and let's see what they can do. I'm really excited by Sussex. I think they're going to surprise people. As I said before, I think anyone from position three to eight, it could be any of those six teams. Not and Durham to go up. I'm saying it now. I don't think we need to... to you know, chat about that afterwards, right, Rob? That's what's going to happen. And the next six could be in any position. Shuffle the deck however you want to see them. But I'm excited to see what Sussex can do uh, with that young revolution. Let's wrap it up, Rob. New Road, Worcestershire. We're very fond of Worcestershire from Newark because we're usually underwater over winter, as is Worcestershire. So we feel like we have a bit of a relationship. Brett D'Oliveira is, is following that fine tradition of D'Oliveira's at Worcestershire. And he's now got the captaincy. Something his grandfather and his father didn't do at, at Worcestershire. So that's a proud, proud time for him. No Daryl Mitchell this year for Worcestershire. That's a bit of a shock. Worcestershire is not the same side without just without seeing Daryl Mitchell there, basically, isn't it? Yeah. We need to see him there. Uh, Jake Libby, though, he's a man. He's another one, isn't he? Every county has to have a conversation about an opener. Jake Libby, like many others, like Hassan Azad and a few others, and Tom Haynes, sh should potentially be in that conversation for that opportunity. Ed Barnard, again, he's another man, all-rounder. Uh, he's just a very, very talented cricketer. Uh, he's arguably the second most important batsman for this team. Azar Ali's coming across as the overseas player. And then there's just there's just plenty of, of steady cricketers that if they can step up the game, who knows where they can go. The likes of Ben Cox, the likes of Josh Tong, uh, Ed Pollock's returned as well. We spoke about Ed Barnard. There's lots of good players in this team, but I'm not quite sure what their ceiling is. I, I think the... Not a bad team. They play at New Road, which is 10% easier to bat at. It's the third easiest place mm -hmm. to bat in the country. So that needs to take into effect. But Jake Libby averages 46 from the last three seasons. Mm -hmm. And you look at where he scored his runs all around the country, his average actually goes up because he's played on some difficult grounds away from mm -hmm. home and done very well in those situations. His 98 uh, balls per dismissal is exceptionally high. Just a, a great cricketer. Mm. Jack Haynes needs a little bit of love. 21 years old. He averages yep. 32 with the bat um, mm. already. And that's from 29 innings. So that's given himself a pretty good indication of where he's at. He's mm. already an above average county championship cricketer in terms of his production so far. So they're looking pretty good. And Azar Ali, 37-year-old Pakistan number three, scored 100 in the series against Australia. He's coming in. He's not got the best county championship record, but in terms of experience and, and wealth of knowledge and what he can pass on to the rest of the team, I think he's he's a very good player. With the ball, I think they're actually mm. pretty good. Joe Leach is very good at 98 wickets at 27. Ed Barnard, very good. Charlie Morris, very good as well. Averages under 30. Then you get to your Dylan Pellington's, where 48 wickets at 30 over the last few years. But Josh Tong, 24 years old, 45 wickets at 23 with the ball over the last three years, is a very good team. So... 
Are they the best team in the league? Probably not. Are they the worst team in the league? Mm-hmm. Definitely not. And yeah. they're going to score runs. They're going to put pressure on you. And they've got the ability to take wickets and win games. 100% agree. I think Azarelli coming into the team, bringing 14,000 first-class runs with him and useful. joining Jake Libby at the top of the order is absolutely useful. And oh, you, you mentioned, sorry, you mentioned Jack Haynes as well. I think he's going to, he could be the absolute star of the show for Worcestershire, given given time and opportunity. He, he could be. I've got him ranked number 65th in the country at the moment, but I've also got Jake Libby rated in the top 10 in the country in terms of nice. batsmen. So that's how good, in fact, I'm going to say he's in the top five. That's how good he is um, mm. to me and how consistent he is in county cricket time and time again. Brilliant, brilliant. I think that wraps it all, Rob, unless there's anything else you need to talk about. I know you need to get out of here pretty sharpish. Um, Knotts and Durham, I think Notts are going to win this division. If they don't, I'm going to be very upset. I think Durham get promoted as well with them. And then who's going to finish bottom of the table? I think let's round it out on that note. I think you're right. Notts, Durham. Last year, it came down to, for Notts, really, what held them back was their performances against Durham. Um, Mm. I think they won one, lost one, but they should have won um, Mm. more than what they did. So it could could well be the same. You've got to win your big games, beat the teams that are going to be generally near the bottom of the league, which is your Derbyshire's and Leicestershire's on average every single season, poor them. But how do you do against the big teams? Can you grind out a draw away from home where you need to and can you win at home? Yeah. I think that Notts attack is going to... There's enough runs in in the Nottinghamshire attack to make sure that they can keep pace and give them enough to bowl at. And I think when you've got the likes of James Pattinson and uh, Dane Patterson uh, alongside Luke Fletcher and some of those young all-rounders, I just think that's going to be too much. Um, Bottom of the table, I'm going to sadly say Leicestershire, prop it all up and finish 8th or 18th, whichever way you want to look at it. I I agree with Leicestershire. I think talented with the bat, um, Mm -hmm. lacking a little bit uh, roundness with the ball to be able to, to win enough games, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, definitely. But let us know what you guys think, yeah. uh, who you think is going to go up from this division. Second division is always exciting because there's promotion mm. involved in it. There's more teams involved in trying to get those two spots to go up. And who you're going to think is bottom. But also, who's the key players? Like, who's the breakout stars? Who's those under-19 mm. cricketers that is the next one? The next one that's going to get a game this year and be the 17-year-old that goes and scores 500 mm-hmm. runs and, and does some pretty good stuff. So that's Division yeah. 1 done. It's Division 2 done. <laughs> And the county <laughs> championship season is right around the corner. We'll be back weekly reviewing what's gone on. We'll look at the league tables, the players, the games, and everything that's going on. So make sure you rate, review, subscribe wherever you are. And we'll catch you next time.